Praise the Lord. How are you all this morning? Good. I am good. So you all are also good. Yes, we are always good in the Lord. Today I'm going to give a message. Normally most pastors don't like to give this on this topic. But many don't realize that this topic is very important. Although you might feel we don't want to give a message on this topic, but I know that this topic is very, very important. And it will turn out as great blessings for the person who hears it and obeys it and puts it into practice. And I want to thank God many in our church are obeying and putting in practice. But there are still some don't seem to know that the importance of it. And that's why today I want to preach on this. What do you think it could be? It's tithes and offerings. All of you are silent. And I tremble now. All of you in silence. Tithes and offerings. The moment a pastor comes and says, I want to preach on tithes and offerings, people say, oh, they're asking for money. <laughs> but you know, this time very hard, I prayed and I said, because Pastor Joseph was telling to both of us, to I and Pastor Abby, it's long time you never preached on tithes and offerings. And actually it's a very long time. So really sat in the presence of God. The text that we normally, you would have heard it over and over again, is the same text. The Bible will not change in this text. But God, in His revelation of the text, will give us new, new angles to look at it. And I tell you, it gave me a totally different angle to see over my years of ministry and preaching on this subject. It's something very new and different. I pray that it will also convict you touch you, and bless you. That there are three passages in the Bible that I'm going to share on tithes and offerings. Three passages. The first two passages will have another one more passage from the New Testament. All the three passages are from the Old Testament. So the first two passages will have another passage from the New Testament backing up that two passages, uh, the first two passages. And then I'll come into the three. So the first passage is found in Genesis chapter 14, verses 17 to 20. We have the readers. Please turn with me. Don't close your mind. Don't close your ears. But listen, today will be a great day of blessing. Just before they read, I want to tell you something. Let this be a testimony that I share about my own and my wife. We were in the mainline church. And we have been in the church. And then after that, I don't know whether we, we know that there's a call in our life and we have to sooner or later decide to leave my job and go full-time. But during that time itself, all the time, didn't know much about tights. In fact, didn't know anything about tights. And so, the place that I used to frequent whenever money level drops down is not far away. It's only in old town. You know, in Old Town, if you go, the bus stop there, further up you can see on Pajakadai. How many of you know the Pajakadai? None of you know. None of you know Old Town. Ah, please, at least raise your hands. You'll understand what I'm telling you. Okay. That was the place. So there was some gold that when I got married to my wife, so that one would go in and come out. Go in and come out. And this is how it was. Although I was a Christian, I knew the teaching, but about tithes, I didn't know. There was one time, a preacher from India, 
he challenged and he said, and he shared his passages and he said how important tithing is. And that month also, that time my two children were born. So it was very tight. I think we were already in ministry. And so it was quite tight. But my wife said, no, we must do it this month. Don't think of the expenses. So we started. So it was a bit rough a few months. But then onwards, it's smooth sailing all the way. We could see the benefits of tithing and giving offering to the Lord. Something that you have to experience to know it. Okay, now we will listen to the passage. After Abraham returned from defeating Sodoma and the kings allied with him, the king of Sodom came out to meet him in the valley of Shaveh, that is, the king's valley. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. He was priest of God Most High, and he blessed Abraham, saying, Blessed be Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who delivered your enemies into your hand. Then Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. This is the first occurrence in the Bible of tithes. Today, your zakat, that is all later development, because the religion itself was only 500 years after. But tithes, in the Bible, this is where we see the beginning. It was very much earlier to that, where Abraham gave. And this Mel Melchizedek was a very special priesthood that he comes from. His priesthood is identified with, the pre with Jesus. His priesthood is different because there's no before him and after him. We will read about this more clearly when we come to the New Testament passage. So you find that it's very interesting. After God gave victory for Abraham, this Melchizedek, king of Salem, Salem could be the name of um, Jerusalem, and he brings bread and wine. And then he gives a blessing, pronounces a blessing, he says, he says, blessed be Abraham, by God most high, creator of heaven and earth. And blessed be God most high, who delivered your enemies into your hands. You see, Abraham, when he did this, Abraham was able to spiritually recognize that this priest was different. He is there's going to be a fulfillment in time to come. Maybe he didn't know much about Jesus, but he could see spiritually Jesus there. And that's why you see immediately, he is the one who makes the response to give one-tenth of all the spoils. Okay, this is the first passage. Then the second passage is Numbers chapter 18, verse 21. I have given the children of Levi all the tithes in Israel as an inheritance in return for the work which they perform, the work of the tabernacle of meeting. Okay, here we find in uh, Numbers 18 verse 21, here the Lord says to Aaron, in verse 20, the Lord said to Aaron, you will have no inheritance in the land nor will you have any share among them. I am your share and your inheritance among the Israelites. Then in verse 21, I give to the Levites all the tithes in Israel as their inheritance in return for the work they do while serving at the tent of meeting. Now, the tithes, when his tithe is given, is given to the priesthood, and from there, the work of God just continues. Now, to explain this too, you'll find that in Hebrews, when we turn to New Testament Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews 
Anyhow, for your information, I don't go to the Pajakada anymore. Many, many years already. But whenever I pass and I look at it, I will just thank God and say, God, you rescued me from that place. Do you know, every time you go to the Pachakarai, I heard the story those days, that every time it seems there, they will put into a certain solution and just wash away and take a little bit gold, little bit gold. And you find after some long time, you find, you find your things are a bit thin and things like that. I don't know whether it's true. But then, it's a kind of a, caught into a kind of a slavery. Of course, now the more modern one is uh, along. He puts uh, buntings everywhere. Uh, and it's so tempting for those people who are really, you know, desperate for money. It's so tempting. Free. No, what, what they say, no. No charge. Nothing. Straight away. Immediately approved. Okay. Um, Hebrews chapter 7, verses 1 to 10. This is very interesting because in Hebrews, it's the New Testament. Now the New Testament is confirming because some people will say, no, that's the Old Testament thing that they did. Now we are in the time of the New Testament. We don't have to do all these things. But the New Testament, 10 verses are there, written about this two, about this passage about uh, Melchizedek and Abraham and also the Levites. Explained very clearly here. Okay, can we have this read? This Melchizedek was king of Salem and priest of God Most High. He met Abraham returning from the defeat of the kings and blessed him. And Abraham gave him a tenth of everything. First, his name means king of righteousness. Then also king of Salem means king of peace. Without father or mother, without, without gynecology, without beginning of days or end of life, like the Son of God, he remains a priest forever. Just think how great he was. Even the patriarch Abraham gave him a tenth of the plunder. Now the law requires the descendants of Levi, who become priests, to collect a tenth from the people, that is, their brothers, even though their brothers are, descendant, are descended from Abraham. This man, however, did not trace his descent from Levi. Yet he collected a tenth from Abraham and blessed him who had the promises. And without doubt, the lesser person is blessed by the greater. In the one case, the tenth is collected by men who die, but in the other case, by him who is declared to be living. One might even say that Levi, who collects the tenth, paid the tenth through Abraham, because when Melchizedek met Abraham, Levi was still in the body of his ancestor. Now you see, very interesting down here. Why did Abraham give the one-tenth? Why did he give? What motivated him? What stirred his heart straight away? Not to question that move. Straight away, take the one-tenth and give it to him. To Melchizedek. Because you know what? Spiritually, he saw Melchizedek. That means he was also was able to see Jesus in Melchizedek. And if you can see, there is a type of Jesus. And he recognized Jesus. And he goes there. Because Shidek did not have any ancestors before him. It says here. He says, he Without father, without mother, without genealogy, without beginning of days or end of life. Like the son of God, he remains a priest forever. And the earlier verse, first his name means king of righteousness. Then also king of Salem means king of peace. All these names you can see is identified with Jesus. So he was able to see Jesus. And how many years was that? But he was able to see Jesus. That's the reason why no question straight away. Then he says that the Levites will collect the tithes. But the Levites came from Abraham. If you read in the King James Version, verse 6 and verse 10, the word loins are used there. Anyone have a King James Version? Anyone? With the King James or New King James? 
Okay, please, please read for me. Uh, Yes, he was in the loins of his father. So, actually I was looking into the dictionary. You know what the word loins? It says, the hips, the inner surface of the legs, where they join the body, these loins. And so, when we give tithe, you know to whom we are giving tithe? We are giving to Jesus. We are giving to Jesus. And that truth, Abraham knew. Abraham was revealed that truth. And that's the reason why from then onwards, even the Levites, they give their tithes. And as they give their tithes, they are all identifying themselves with Abraham, who gave the tithes to Melchizedek. That is Jesus. And today when we give our tithes, we shouldn't question how is used and all that. That is not the thing for us. The important thing to remember is we are giving it to Jesus. Still the connection has not come yet. Now you see the connection will come. And looks like my sermon will finish very fast today. But you know, this chili paddy is very small. But when you bite it raw, it can give you the real soup like that. The, the, the heater goes up. Let the sermon be something that, like the chili party, to go deep into your spirit to know that giving the tithes and offerings is one of the greatest ever opportunity given, us, given to us. It's the greatest opportunity given to us. You know why Abraham gave? Because the opportunity came to him. And you see, the, the priest came with bread and wine. Very symbolic. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. And wine is always used where Jesus, even on the uh, Last Supper, he says, he says what? This is my blood. And he gave them wine. It's so much identified with the Lord. And so, the moment when we know that our tithes is an opportunity given to us, then we will give with great joy. Now, to sum up and to understand this, we must go to the book of Mal Malachi. Malachi chapter 3, verses 6 to 12. For I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. Yet, from the days of your fathers, you have gone away from my ordinance and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, in what way shall we return? Will a man rob God? Yet, you have robbed me. But you say, in what way we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that they may be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If I do not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. No, shall the wine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. Okay, now I have a slide here. Actually, it's supposed to be um, both this are supposed to come together. 
You got that? What was the first one earlier on? Ah, okay. Go back to the first one. The, the one, the circle. Okay. Okay, can you all see this? Can you all see this? Sorry, we couldn't get it uh, much bigger. You see, there are ten parts here, isn't it? Hello? Are you all here? Okay. Can you see one part? Uh, they've written that tight. Okay? That means, if a person is earning 2,000, okay, and the person gives a tithe, so the person will have 90%, that is 1,800 after giving tithes. One-tenth is 200. Now, when we read this passage, this one-tenth, the tithe that we give, we call it, you know what, written money. Okay? You all understand what is written money? You all understand what is written money? I will show you an illustration of written money. I'm in my house. And I'm sitting with my wife. <laughs> my wife got nervous already. Please stand up. <laughs> so that they can see. And then she comes to me, you know, our wives will come. Huh? Lane, can you give me some money? I want to buy some things. <laughs> okay, just for you all to explain. Ling is, the da is taken away. D-A-R. <laughs> so, that's how she actually calls me. Now you must watch. I open my purse, okay? Sorry, dear. I don't have any money. There, you got 50 rupees then? Oh, this 50 ringgit, sorry, I can't give you. This is a needy fund somebody gave. I have to give it back to them. <laughs> what I'm trying to illustrate here is this. Although I had a $50 in my purse, but that $50 doesn't belong to me. She was asking for money. It doesn't belong to me. So I say, sorry, this money is for something. What does written money uh, mean? Written money simply means it is to be written to God. You read the passage, written to me, written to me. And then only the next verse says, why are you robbing from me? So you know, all the income that you have, your income is categorized into two kinds of money. Can I have the other slide? See. No, uh, the other one. The one that doesn't give. Okay. Now, this person, my pointer is up. Now, this person keeps also the written money. That means the money is supposed to be written to God, isn't it? The written money, the person keeps. That means the person has all the $2,000 and has kept the written money totally, uh, totally kept the written money, okay? Your own giving from... It got mixed up somewhere. <laughs> Okay, the balance of the money, which I must explain with the first drawing too. Actually, I wanted both the drawings together, but we were not able to get it together. You see, the balance of the 90% is what we call belongs to me money. Can all of you say belongs to me money? Okay, then the tight, what do you call? You call it return money. Okay, uh, so the belongs to you money is the money that is, belongs to you. You can use it. But this person has also taken the written money. 
Okay? The person has taken written money and mixed it together with the belongs to me money. What happened is, both the money together become cursed. Cursed. That is what the verse says. Doesn't the verse say, say that? It says cursed. Okay, now what does the mean, meaning of the word cursed there? The other one, the one who gave the tithe, you'll find that that one is blessed. Okay? Now what this means is, if blessed means, because the person has given the written money, the balance 90 that they keep is protected money. Protected by whom? By God. And we'll come further in that verse, you'll find the money is protected. I want to tell those of you who don't tithe at all, those of you who skip your tithing, if you skip your tithing, every month you're accumulating the written money and keeping the written money. The moment you keep the written money, your all the income that you have is cursed. It simply means it's unprotected money. See, God is not a God who simply wants to curse because of money. No. Because you go down further, this was addressed more to farmers. And farmers at the time, you see, one thing is, the pest should never come. The pest should never come. Here he says, when you read here, uh, in verse 11, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your field will not cast their fruit, says the Lord Almighty. Now you see, if a farmer is, he spends so much time and so many days and sees the plant growing and all the crops have come, another just one more week, you can go and harvest. But the next morning when he gets up and he sees locusts have come and just swiped over the whole place, all empty combs are there, gone. How would he feel? His all income is gone. God is telling, I will protect. And then also, the grapes, they'll grow, they have to grow somehow a little bit more bigger, but they just drop down. Those of you who are familiar with plants, you know. Because I'm very familiar with plants. I like plants. And you can see fruit tree, when it comes a little bit, the fruit, you're so happy, the tomato comes, so happy, but tomato is supposed to grow big, but when small itself, it drops. God says, I will take care, I will protect. That means, what he says is blessed. That means I'll protect that 90% that is your money. See, if we can understand this principle, I tell you, the Lord will continue to bless. See, um, I moved with the pastors. One of the pastors asked me, hey, you are in this building, huh? how much your bank loan and all that? And what? I think your church, you got a lot of datos. I said, no datos. We have just ordinary people. But we know most of the ordinary people who are very high tight payers. We know them. Personally, we know them from the time even some of them even schooling. And we know how God has blessed them. We know how God has raised them. And they have also caught up with the secret of giving. So they give. And that is how. But the youngsters, I want to tell you, if you have not caught up with this, get yourself. Come back to the Lord. I tell you, your finances will be blessed. And that is what it means there. It simply means that the belong to me money is the money. Now you see, when we come to offering, offering doesn't talk anything about one-tenth. But you see, when a person gives offering, when we give offering here, the range can go from, nowadays coins not so much, I think. Though, those who are counting money, please raise hands. Is there coins still? Sometimes only coins. Okay, praise the Lord. But one dollar, I think, is quite a lot. There will be people giving one dollar, maybe children give one dollar, but big people give one dollar means very bad. You know why? Even one decent meal, one dollar you can't buy. How much does a decent meal cost? A decent lunch. Okay, there's five Egypts. <laughs> okay, five can get, huh? Five can get. A decent means something to be. 
Okay, we'll put seven dollars. You see, but people can put one dollar, two dollar. But then at the same time, there'll be some people putting fifty dollars. That means they're taking fifty dollars not from written money. Eh? They're taking fifty dollars from my money. You see, when Abraham was able to identify Melchizedek, he identified, he saw Jesus there. Maybe he was not able to tell, but he knew this is God himself. He saw Jesus there, that's why he just gave one-tenth. Okay? Now, when today we are giving our tithes, you see, when a person is earning $1,000, you only give under it. And our God is a God. Even today in the morning service, uh, Pastor Philip said, our God always when we come, He is a God who always blesses and raises up. Nobody can ever say, after coming to Jesus, I became a pauper. No. From a pauper, you became well. That is how it is always. So, our God is a God who blesses. And when we give, from that, that money that belongs to me, it simply connects with the love that I have for him. Of course, there are certain times we have to, we have to think of oh, maybe for immediate needs or something like that. But then, very interesting thing is that we do in the New Testament who came and put the last two coins that she had. What category would you put? Definitely she didn't put return money. What money did she put? Ah, money that belongs to me, but all that I have takes food, no money to buy. That's why Jesus saw that, even Jesus also got marvel, uh, was marveled. Hey, what type of calculation is she, you see? Her calculation is, I give everything, you take care of me. Something like that. You see, the thing is, whatever we do, because finances, money, if we talk in monetary terms, in heaven you don't have to know currency change all. Uh, please, currency change to use in heaven. No, 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 no. It's all finished here. But here, how we put our resources for God's kingdom, for God's work. So when we talk about building fund, when we talk about needy fund, all this is, not written money, eh? Is what money? Huh? Samuni understood. So far, I think the others didn't understand. What money they're giving? Belongs to me money. So if I take from the belongs to me money and I give, there is some sacrifices maybe I have to also make. Isn't it? Maybe I don't want to go to one place and eat one very lavish kind of a meal. No, I think I'll just take a normal meal. You know, sometimes it's like that. But the thing is, it's motivated by what? My love for my Lord. My gratefulness for my God. And that is how. Have we showed all the slides already? I think there's still some other things there. Now, see, when you have RM1008, is blessed, that means protected money, receive two opposite direction blessings. You know, there's two opposite direction blessings. One blessing comes from heaven. Another blessing comes from earth. The blessing that comes from heaven is where the Lord says, I'll open, I'll throw open the floodgates of heaven. And pour out so much blessing that you will not have room enough for it. Okay. This blessing talks more of more of what money can buy kind of blessings. Health and so many other things where money can't directly buy. That is the kind of blessing. That blessings come straight from God. And once a person has tasted this, you see, the more a person don't give tithes and they start to keep the tithes money, they're accumulating more of written money inside them, with them. 
And what happens is the money becomes unprotected money. When unprotected money, what happens is unnecessary expenses. Unnecessary. Oh yeah, this month I think I can save money. That something else will come. Maybe summon MPPJ or something like that. You know, unnecessary kind of thing. But then the Lord says, I'll open up the gates and I'll bless you. That means even what money cannot buy, I give you that blessings. But he also says the fruit and your, uh, your crops, I'll make sure the, the pest doesn't come and disturb. That means you won't get from here any kind of attacks. Because God says I'll protect. I'll protect from the devourer. You know the word devourer is actually the word used for the devil. Because he is the one who would like to come and steal, kill, and destroy. I want to tell you, listen to the sermon, pray in your heart, and just like how Abraham was able to recognize Jesus in Melchizedek, recognize that when you give your tithes and when you give your offerings, you are giving to Jesus himself. You are giving it to Jesus himself. And when you give that, you're giving it because you love him. I love him. Say, and I'm grateful to you, Lord. When a person earns 1000 it's easy to give $100. But God, whenever a person earns 1000 will not keep the person forever there for 1000 Surely the person will be elevated. And now the person is earning 10000 the same 1,000 the person earned is now earning 10,000. How much is the tithe that has to give? 1,000. That time, you know, one evil figure will come up within you and say, why don't you give so much? Lah? Don't give so much. 1,000, no, you can do so many things. You can buy installment this car or that car or something. You know. But then you see, the thing is, God when the person still sees, you know, this is nothing, I still give. You'll find that they won't stop there. They'll go further. In the New Testament, when you see the Dead Sea and the Sea of Galilee, even today it's the Sea of Galilee, thrives with a lot of fish. The reason is because it, the water come, come in, but it also releases water out. But the Dead Sea is what, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. That's why it's all dead. And nothing can be alive in the Dead Sea. There's no, no life. Because it just takes. It doesn't give. But when we start to learn how to give, you'll find that God will start to bless. The church needs your resources. It doesn't mean God is like a pauper asking for money. No. But that which you give is the one is used for the work of the Lord. It's used for the work of the Lord. Is there anything else that I missed here? Okay, I think we have finished this. Now, I want to thank God for this church because I know many of you are very faithful in your giving. And the Lord is already blessing you. You know the blessing. But I want to challenge those who have not. Or you, you every time make a, make a point, you think, this month I want to give. But something comes, extra expense comes, and you can't give. But this month, pray about it. And start somewhere and say, Lord, I want to start. I tell you, if that message I did here, and my wife will be doing here, I think even up to today, I'll be still going to the Pajakadai. Serious telling. But today, totally free. Totally free. Because the Lord will start to teach you how to be wise with the money that you have. You see, the 90 that we have is protected. It's also God will give us wisdom how to use it wisely. And I tell you, God's children have this special guidance in finances. And we are really blessed people in that sense. You see? We will not fall easily for a fraud because we know money is not the important thing. More important than money are other things. Okay? Shall we all stand? The Lord is here.
musicians. Giving the tithes and offering and after that, don't care about our life is also dangerous. To live a holy life, a sinless life in the sense that make attempt to live a sinless life. Even if sometimes we fall, come back to the Lord and ask the Holy Spirit to continue to guide us. This is what Christian life is all about. It doesn't mean that we won't fall. Sometimes we do fall. But the Holy Spirit is there to help us. Lord, I pray today, O oh God, through this message, that you'll bless the finances of our people here. There are some here, O oh God, yes, O oh Lord, through business, their money has been stuck here and there. And Lord, I pray at this time, O oh Lord, that in your mercy, you'll forgive. And Lord, we rebuke the devourer in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone like this here where your money, some money, a big sum of money, or even small sum that you need it very badly, is stuck somewhere. Just join together with me in prayer. Close your eyes where you stand. Because today we preach about tithes. And the Lord will release that money to you. He will rebuke the devourer. In Jesus' name, we take authority and we rebuke that devourer. And we pray, O oh Lord, for that money to come back to your child. We also pray at this time for those who are struggling with that income that they have now, O oh God. Yes, O oh Lord. Especially in Malaysia now. Yes, O oh Lord, where so much economy, O oh Lord, is all at a, a standstill, O oh God. Lord, bless your children, O oh God. Bless your children, O oh Lord. We pray for your blessing. Yes, O oh Lord, even now. Yes, O Lord, for those who are struggling, yes, O Lord, that you will continue to be with them, that you will continue to give them wisdom, not to go and get the money in a wrong way, O Lord, but that, Lord, you will meet that need. You will meet the need, yes, O Lord, for we are your children, O God, yes, O Lord. We pray for open heaven, yes, O Lord, upon your children, yes, O Lord, upon this church, O God, yes, O Lord, upon this nation, O Lord, Upon all the churches, O oh Lord, in this land, yes, O oh Lord, in Sabah, Sarawak, including, O oh God, yes, O oh Lord. We pray for an open heaven, O oh Lord, a blessing to pour out from heaven upon your children, O Lord, yes, O Lord. Lord, for those who have never started off with this, yes, O oh Lord, practice of giving tithes, Yes, O oh Lord, we pray for them now, O oh Lord. We pray for them, O oh Lord. Whoever you are, just close your eyes because deep in your heart, you have the desire to give. You have the desire to give. Lord, I pray at this time, whatever hindrances, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. And I pray, Lord, that you, O Lord, yes, O oh Lord, help them, O oh Lord, to start to give their tithes. Yes, O oh Lord, for those who are skipping, O oh God, certain months, yes, O oh Lord, we bring them too before you, O oh Lord. Yes, O Lord, we pray that you will help them, give them the wisdom, O Lord, to manage your finances in such a way that your tithes will never be affected, O God. Yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. You said, bring into my storehouse and test me, you said, O God. Nowhere, O Lord, who are we to test you, O Lord? Who are we to test you? But this is the only place you have said, test me. Dear people of God, do you know this is the only passage where you can see Jesus. God says, you test me. You give me, give your tithes and offerings and you test me, he said. And I want to tell you, don't, you don't have to continue struggling. But give what is to be given to the Lord. And give it joyfully. Because he will do, he's doing great things and he will continue to do great things for you. Yes. Lord, we pray also at this time for those who need the heavens open type of blessing of God where every door is closed it could be relationships uh, constant relationship within the family yes oh lord in all the working place it could be something so lord that yes oh lord no man can help but lord we need a supernatural help from you yes oh lord even those who are sick oh lord where certain body parts have failed to oh God, yes, O oh Lord. 
Like the kidneys have failed, O oh God. And we need supernatural touch from you, O oh Lord. Yes, O oh Lord. And that is where you said, I'll open the floodgates of heaven and I'll bless you, you said. We need the blessing from heaven, O oh Lord. Yes, O oh Lord. We need that miracle to happen, O oh Lord. There are people now, church, O oh Lord, yes, O oh Lord, who need that, O oh God, yes, O oh Lord. Need that blessing, O oh God, yes, O oh Lord. Supernatural blessing from you. O Corona Koroshia Rabara. You say, yes, O Lord, bring it into my storehouse. Yes, O Lord, and test me. And test me, you say to God, yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. The people around this area must know, O Lord, that this church, O God, yes, O Lord, Jesus is alive. Jesus is there. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's doing miracles. He's doing signs, wonders, yes, O Lord, healings. Are happening in the name of Jesus, yes, the Lord. People are touched, people are saved, yes, the Lord. People are healed, yes, the Lord. Yes, the Lord. We pray, yes, the Lord. Husband wife relationship, yes, the Lord. We pray, your Lord. This also can, can only come from heaven, oh God. We need your touch in this relationship, so God. Parents and children relationship, bless the God. Yes, the Lord. Bless those who are doing. Yes, O Lord, business, O God. Bless the work of the hand, O Lord. Bless the work of the hand. Lord, although the economy of the country could be down, but Lord, you are our God. Yes, O Lord, your children will not go into that difficulty, O Lord, because you are our God. Yes, O Lord, open up doors, O God. Yes, O Lord, bless the work of the hand. Bless the work of the hand. Bless the work of the hand. Yes, O Lord. Oh God, Holy Spirit. Oh God, Holy Spirit, come and move. God, Holy Spirit, come and move in our midst. God, Holy Spirit, come and move, oh Lord. Yes, oh Lord, every person here. Yes, oh Lord. There are some here. They are lonely. Yes, oh Lord. And we pray, oh Lord, that you will meet the needs of God. You know, you know everyone. Yes, O Lord.
Lord is here, He's ministering. Don't harden your heart. There's some here. The Lord is speaking to you. He's saying, My child, don't harden your heart because I love you. I've given so much of me to you, or you. Don't harden your heart. And I still love you. There's some of you caught in certain addiction, addiction problem, and today the Lord wants to set you free. You don't have to be a slave anymore. You don't have to be a slave anymore. When the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Yes. Yes. Jesus. Jesus will set you free. Even now. Just look up to the Lord. Father, I take authority. Yes, O God. The devil has no right over your children. Yes, O Lord. Yes, O Lord. Through addiction and certain... Yes, O Lord. Through the weaknesses, I take authority. In the name of Jesus, and I rebuke and I command him to get out. Out in the name of Jesus. Out in the name of Jesus. Yes, O Lord. Your children set free. Free. When the sun sets you free, you're free indeed. Jesus, you have set them free. Free. Be free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ it surpasses all understanding fill your hearts and your minds. Thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for ministering. Yes, Lord, whatever you have spoken, yes, Lord, help, Lord, to continue to put it into practice and to do it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, God, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated.